0: Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Deacon Bob.
1: I'm Father Dave. Do you think the world will never be crazy? No, that's
0: why I think this podcast will never end.
1: That's what I was yeah. afraid of.
0: So we, you picked a great one. What do you mean you're afraid of? Dude, this is our friendship.
1: <laughs> I would
0: hope that our friendship goes beyond <laughs> this podcast. Yeah, you're not wrong. It was funny. I was with
1: somebody, uh, day before yesterday and they were talking about your grandson. They had spent some time, maybe at your house. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And they said, uh, I said, what's his name? And they looked at me like, you don't know his name? I said, sorry. Well, we thought you and Bob were really good friends. I said, well, we are. We are, but
0: have you met him yet?
1: I don't. Um, I think I know it's Peter now, but I think I've I think I've seen yes. I don't think like we haven't gotten a movie. Yeah, true, you haven't connected
0: yet. I haven't seen him as much as I would like, to be honest. So a combination of traveling and then I think they were sick a little bit, and then I think we were sick a little bit and they didn't want to bring him over. So I need more time with my grandson, to be sure. But it's exciting to have one. That's so weird to even hear you say isn't eh? that crazy? I'm kinda leaning into it these days. So can you tell by the background where I am? Um, another – wait a second. There's a cross over the door. Yes. But you're not in my time zone. No. Um, Are you held prisoner
1: in Chicago? I'll give you a hint. Planes, trains, and wait, automobiles. is it Chicago? No, but it's in Wichita. Oh, right, right. There, the Kenosha
0: it. Kickers. Right. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. So wait, are you in um, – You betcha. Are you in Kenosha?
1: No, I'm in oh, Wichita. Oh, Wichita. I
0: thought that was in Kansas. Yes. It is. All right. We got to go back to the Plains, Transit, and Automobiles reference. Were they going to Kansas?
1: Well, no, but one of the scenes happens in Wichita. Oh, does it? Okay.
0: They were heading yeah, to yeah. Chicago, though, right? Yeah, I mean,
1: here... Which, right. Yes, yes. But this is going to get more complicated. I'm actually here in Wichita to do a retreat for the priests of of the state of Oklahoma. Oh,
0: yeah. No, I had one of those things where I was doing a a retreat for the deacons in Oklahoma, but the just really good retreat center is in Wichita. That's a beautiful retreat center.
1: It's gorgeous. It is. Honestly, it's one of the nicest retreat center complexes I think ever. Yeah. And is Father Scott there? Um. I just got here, so I have not actually I've not seen uh, anybody yet. So Archbishop Coakley asked. This was one of those things that, uh, honestly, I think we checked the calendars over two years ago. Uh, at the time, it sounded, yeah, yeah that's so a great could idea, possibly, what nice, could possibly. What else could possibly be going on? Yeah, 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 like craziness. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's good. I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah, I, I really, I really enjoy and like Archbishop yeah, Coakley and man. spend some time with this
0: priest. Yeah. It'd be great. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic.
1: But but that's incredible that we started off with these more important things with and just bypassing the baseball playoffs. So oh, we right. are in baseball yeah. playoffs. I'm sure you've been paying attention. Your your rays.
0: I, so this is what surprised me, and I guess I never paid a lot of attention to these things. So the first round of playoffs is a best of three. Yeah. Because yes, I was kind of following the Tampa Bay Rays. And I and I they were down by two games, and I thought, well, I hope they come back. And it was like, no, no, you can't come back from down by two games <laughs> in the three game series. It's absolutely yeah. over. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, that's like really, really hard. Really, really, After playing like three hundred and eighty two games all season, it comes down to like two games.
1: Well, it used to be just one. Really, it used to be win or go yeah. It used to be win or go home. So they they've actually expanded it a little wow. bit.
0: But and that's the wild
1: card backs, though, right? Diamondbacks. Right, this is the wild. That was the wild card okay. um, the, uh, yeah, bracket. But the Diamondbacks beat the Brewers, so that made me happy. So they're playing the Dodgers. The official position of this oh. podcast is we want the Diamondbacks to we win. We do.
0: I thought we wanted the Braves yeah. to
1: win. No,
0: no, we do not want the Braves to right, win. The official all. position of uh, this podcast we, is split right down the middle. I'm going East Coast, We and you we, go West Coast. We, we, could,
1: we could live with the Orioles. But we,
0: uh, <laughs> Actually, the Orioles the are a cool we,
1: story. They're really they're they're really a really great yeah. story, yeah. But the Braves would not be a good Ouch. story. The Braves would be a sign of the apocalypse. Wow, wow. Yeah,
0: I call it like yeah, I see it. You sure do. Well, as long as the Dodgers lose, I think we're all in favor of that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you, you are right about that. So, who are uh, for right
0: those that them. maybe don't know baseball? Obviously, not me. Maybe talk to an, a hypothetical person. Give the layout of who's left in the playoffs. And who? What are what are people saying? The team to root for, or not to root for? The team that will most likely yeah. win would be.
1: Well, Atlanta's certainly a favorite. Um, you know, Baltimore's got the one. I think maybe the best record or one of the best records, but they're young, so there's a little bit of concern about that. The Phillies are making another run for the World Series. They lost last year. The Astros are in the playoffs, so they're making a run. Um, yeah, so some of the same cast, usual characters, but again, the official position of this podcast is, it, is it, the Diamondbacks. Great, yep. I'm glad we're. I'm glad the Atlanta Diamondbacks, Diamond Diamond
0: the, Diamond the, the Arizona Diamond. Braves.
1: Yeah. So okay, and your Buckos didn't play this week, but we've missed two weeks. So how well are we doing? we're doing?
0: Three and one. We're doing absolutely fantastic. Uh, we had a great, um, dominating. Uh, I think we beat the Chicago bears. If I remember correctly, no, wait, that was when I was there. Uh, We beat the saints. That was a really big deal because they are in our conference and
2: we not only, we not only beat
0: them, we like kept them to three field goals kind of thing. You know, we were um, dominating. We had a great run game. Baker Mayfield is on fire. Everybody can join the Baker Mayfield train. Lots of room, lots of room and on sale jerseys. Um, and now people are starting to be like, you know what? The Buccaneers might just take the NFC South. It's like, this is what I've been saying the whole time. So it's really, really fun.
1: Yeah, well, the Broncos are not going to take the AFC okay. West. Okay, did they so lose again? That's
0: probably, yes, that's probably a safe assertion.
1: Yeah. Um, can Do you have a comment or an opinion on the Swifty-Kelsey
0: I do not have a comment, except I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> It bothers me so much that I'm reading, like, my news site, and there's something about Taylor Swift. Like, I like her as a musician and stuff. It's just... It,
1: you just don't want her creeping exactly. in, in your football.
0: And I know she's, like... I know she's money, and it's like, oh, Taylor Swift is here. And apparently, like, when she showed up, um, his jerseys, Kelsey's jerseys, like, sold, like, 300%, yeah. which is, like, come on. Stop that. Stop that nonsense. You You don't even know what you're talking about. So...
1: Yeah no that's absolutely true they said the uh, I mean through the yeah. roof his jersey cigar You know he's just, right.
0: he's just he's just going to be another breakup song I mean that's all these people yeah, are Yeah yeah that's exactly
1: right he said I hope he he likes her cuz he's going to hear the <laughs>
0: song Yeah about you, I would never like, be able to date be. somebody like that when it's like they're almost like you know you know how far are we in the relationship are you in like verse 2 are we getting to the bridge like yeah. <laughs> when's this going to be over and you're going to make a lot of money Fashion. There's already there's been
1: parody there's been parodies that have already been done as you can yeah, imagine as so. I can imagine so yeah so the official position of this podcast is we we really don't care a lot yeah, about it's, that it's not which isn't okay. to say
0: we don't care about Taylor Swift because she is a great musician so
1: or or Travis
0: Kelsey he is a great yeah type. but I just don't like him like I just don't like his wow. vibe I mean not like humanly okay. I mean hopefully he's a good person but I don't know.
1: Oh, so be it. Actually, um, I know somebody who works with yeah. him. is he is he a bit. cool dude? And yeah, yeah, he says he is. He really. Oh is well, nice then I've
0: changed my position.
1: There you go. That yeah. was easy. Okay. Lastly, uh, Notre Dame. Oh wait, wait. Lost we gotta go back a little bit. There's and... another
0: football story which was incredible. I don't know if you got a chance to see the Steelers Ravens game. Speaking of speaking of Baltimore, since we just lifted up the Orioles.
1: You know I. I, I, obviously, I know the outcome of it, and I heard a little bit about the it, ending. But it was
0: absolutely it. insane. I have never seen a defense own a game like they did. I mean, the offense was getting nothing done. The defense were blitzing, intercepting. Uh, they did a safety. I mean, special teams. I mean, it was one of those games you just kept expecting. It was it was ten to three for a long time with the ball, with the Ravens ahead, yeah. and you just kept expecting the Ravens are just going to score again. And it's gonna put the game away. And it just never it just didn't ha even when they were gonna kick a field goal, they blocked it and did a safety. I mean, it was just on and on. Really, really impressive win by the Steelers defense. Now I'm not much into fantasy football. I did get the Steelers mm-hmm. defense, but the previous week they were negative six points. So of course I benched them and and sure. would, it, good it, thing, it didn't yeah. work. But I'm sure there's but, other football news, but we just don't know about it.
1: Yeah, well, Notre Dame lost uh, to Louisville, oh, no. and I will never watch football wow. again.
0: Yeah, that's that's hurtful. Yeah. That's two weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh,
1: no, it's not actually. They beat Duke in between the two, oh, but that's okay. Okay. that's okay. not a real team, though. No, it's just horrible. I mean, Louisville's—they're undefeated. They're six and zero. I mean, they're not a bad team, but.
0: Notre Dame should not Was there a cool right, story so. though that I saw about the Duke quarterback getting injured and the Notre Dame quarterback waiting yeah. around until he came out of the tent? Yeah, so. yeah, he just waited after the game to make sure he was yeah. okay. Yeah, he saw that he was limping and he kicked his crutch. Okay, but yeah, but, yeah, that's pretty Yeah, much but everything. other than that, great kids. Great kids. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so. that would be yeah. our sports Dun, dun,
2: dun.
0: Oh hey, you didn't mention uh, oh maybe this maybe we'll do this. We haven't talked about Rome yet, so we can talk about Ryder Cup in a second. But let's hit our Franciscan University promo. Since we are Franciscan University, bum, 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 it's probably no surprise that we love St Francis of Assisi. Our very own Father Dav, I don't know who that is, has a new video about this beloved saint available on Franciscan University's YouTube channel. In the video, you'll learn more about St. Francis's life, why he is known as a mirror of Christ, and how we too can come more deeply to encounter Jesus. We may have celebrated St. Francis's feast day last week, but it's never too late to learn about this great saint. You can watch the video, how Saint Francis became a mirror of Christ, and all our latest videos by visiting our handle at FranciscanU on YouTube. That's at Franciscan, the letter U, on YouTube. That's and that's it. it. And, and I did, guess is that have anything you know, to do with is, the uh, sign is, of contradiction? Do you have that available too?
1: Yeah, that's on Wild Goose okay. TV. But I also did, and I didn't listen to it. I did a series for how. Oh. Long? On Saint Francis, they do uh, Saints in Seven Days, where it's like a seven a week long series on. Is it a week Saints. long or
0: is it seven days?
1: Um, it's no, it's not a week. It's okay. seven days. Yeah, and uh, yeah. So I did that that finished on yeah the feast of Francis.
0: So I, cool. I mean, did you finish recording it, or it's already been released? You can get it on how long. It's already been released.
1: Yeah, it's already been released. It was released actually seven days before the fourth. So you do that's
0: the math. awesome. Well, then go to YouTube. Um, go to YouTube and check out at FranciscanU with the letter U, and you can see some of those videos. So you can go to wildgoose.tv, and you can catch more videos from Father Dave, including a really beautiful documentary he created called "The Sign of Contradiction" or "A Sign of Contradiction." Yep. Sign or, of contradiction. Yeah. Forget the uh, or. There's no articles at all. Just. Sign of contradiction. Yep. And you can also go to YouTube. And if you haven't done it, you can check out at Bob Rice and find videos of They That Hope. And you can see Amen. our beautiful faces.
1: Amen. So we've both been traveling a little bit. So I went to Rome. And, you know, it's funny. It's I, I just flew through Rome in June. So I really didn't get to spend any time. So it's the first time I've been back there since COVID. Uh, and it was kind of weird being back. I love Rome. I, some people don't like Rome. I love Rome, and I love taking people to Rome who have never been to Rome. So this was a small group of friends in the university. <coughs> so we spent about two days touring in Rome, and while we were there, we also went in and watched just a little bit of a, a local. Did
0: golf that happen tournament. to be we going like, on while you were there? What an amazing timing! You know, it's
1: really, it's really, it's really funny. You know how that all came <laughs> together. Coincidence. I mean, does God take care of the little things or not? Yes. So, which there, honestly, the Ryder Cup is—it's a major it's golf tournament. United States versus uh, Europe. Is that every we year? Or every, lost, other year? every other
0: year.
1: Every okay. other year. So next year it'll be in, in Long Island, New York. Two years will be in Long Island, New York. Was there some scuffle with Rory? Yes, yes. And that's the thing about it is—is is generally golf is very gentleman, you know, very calm and. You know, but the Ryder Cup, they just get mad at each other and holler at each other. Yeah, and apparently he didn't like the way one of the Americans acted when he made a putt, and he had a little kitten frustration and all that. So it was a Oh difference. wow!
0: So are are they that whole position is not a Rory McIlroy fan? McIlroy? Oh uh, no,
1: actually, the official position is that we do like Rory McIlroy, just not during the Ryder Fair enough. Cup. I respect that. He's the official position? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was it was actually it was a lot of fun. And Again, it's so much fun taking. People there was in our group. It was a small group. There was only thirteen, and five of them had never, no, seven of them had never been to St. Peter's. Oh my god! So to be able to we had we had mass in the morning in the Vatican, which was really beautiful because the NAC North American College was doing their diaconal ordinations. So there was probably two hundred priests. Oh, at least two hundred priests. I don't know how many dozen bishops. And it was just. It was just wow. beautiful. The whole, the whole event, the whole uh, trip. pilgrimage oh, That's amazing. Yep. But it's good to be back. We came back for alumni weekend, which was amazing. It's always great to see our yeah. alumni. Yeah, that was, but you were, you, you had to be away.
0: I was away. Well, I caught the tail end of alumni weekend, but I was okay. speaking at the young life Catholic summit, which was actually going on at a small Catholic college an obscure one in Indiana called Notre Dame. And, um, I think it was the first time I've been in the Basilica at Notre Dame. I've been on the campus a few times, I remember. Um, oh boy, that's gorgeous. Really, really beautiful oh, it's, church. It, it's yeah. beautiful.
1: It's, did you enter the I grotto? I did,
0: yeah. Part of this, the whole evening, the whole conference began in the Basilica with a prayer service and then headed out to the a candlelight procession out to the grotto, uh, which was great. I mean, what was the event? Huh? What was so The, the event, event was sponsored so? by Young Life, and I've mentioned Young Life on the show before. Young Life is a um, non-denominational evangelical Protestant um, movement that tries to reach out to the unchurched kid and bring them the gospel. And uh, they've been very intentional in trying to partner specifically with the Catholic Church over the past few years. Really, seeing a desire of you know working together. Their their goal, at least nationally, is. To reach a kid, and if a kid has a faith background, to plug them plug him back into that background. And there's a few dioceses in the United States, the Archdiocese of Portland and the Diocese of Brownsville in Texas, for examples, that have actually signed contracts with Young Life saying, look, we know you reach kids that we just can't reach. You know, our, our current structure would not go to that farthest out kid. So we want to partner with you so that after they are on fire for Jesus and say, where do I go? You can say, well, are you Catholic? Come to this church and that's the that's the connection there. So I realize that as I you know, as this podcast goes out to many states and many places, um sometimes locally, Young Life that doesn't work. Sometimes there's hostility towards Catholicism, but I can say on the national level it's changed significantly and it's really starting to move the needle on the local level. So the audience but Young Life Young Life is not the right. church. Exactly. And so as long as your volunteers, who might be of a denomination that isn't favorable to Catholicism, <laughs> doesn't yeah. tell, tell a Catholic kid, oh, it's a good thing we saved you from that church, right? Um, yeah, Young Life is not a church. So its whole job is to shoo them into other faith communities. And they'd like more, they, they, they feel like the answer to their problem, so to speak, is to get more Catholics Jesus. involved in leadership positions at Young Life so that there can be a relational bridge. It, they, they're not just going to drop them off at St. Margaret Mary. They want a leader sure. that can say, hey, I'm Catholic too. Why don't you come with me to church? And that's that's really how young people can grow in a faith community, especially if they don't even have any faith community, um, which is a lot of the— what did you do? You gave a talk? Yeah, I gave a talk. Yeah, I was about 200-ish people, maybe about two-thirds Catholic, a third Protestant, um, some diocesan directors that just wanted to know more about what it was. Uh, how this could work together. It, it's not uncommon, and I think it's just humanity, right? That um, we can lack an abundance mentality when it comes to ministry with young people. We can always worry that the other group is going to steal my kids from my group. And again, uh, some places that might be the feeling. Like, wow, they've got a really dynamic Young Life Club, and none of the kids want to come to my youth group because they really want to go to this thing. And, um and so finding ways to partner together and work together. There's a beautiful um, image that was, that ended up being the theme of the summit. And have you heard of the Japanese, um, there's like a Japanese art of like fixing teacups. Am I making any sense? What are? Have you ever heard of this? Kintsugi?
1: Oof, you know, <laughs> um, I think no.
0: It's really, really cool. There's a great video online if you just search, if you just search for it. And it talks about this art form. Or if we could just,
1: if we could just pause this now, so that I could go search for the broken teacup, <laughs> but I guess I'll have to wait till we're done. I guess down. you'll have
0: to wait, like everybody else. Well, the art form is this. No, I'll
1: bet you right now, people are literally pausing.
0: They're the pulling their cars go, over. Um, you know, they're, they're stopping make. their run. The, the you know, moms are stopping folding their clothes and they're just running to to go do something else. So anyway, right. it's this, it's this thing that you take these, you take broken items. And you fix them by using, like, gold and um, other beautiful materials. And what ends up happening is they just become these gorgeous works of art. And, you know, the idea is that the brokenness of the teacup or the bowl, whatever the thing might be, it ends up being more beautiful than it was when it was just plain, in that sense, without any cracks. Mm-hmm. and I- could it be like a broken vase? I don't know. If it had gold little things in it, it, it works now. It works great as a cup. People you still use them as teacups and whatnot. I think you could do anything could with it. Could
1: it be a, a broken tree? Mm,
0: that might be a little bit much. Broken leg. That would be kind of sweet if you like, kind of infused your leg with gold or bionics. All right. All right. But the point being, if I, I could get to a point, if you're done with your little comedy hour... You're supposed to be the serious one, Dave.
1: There is one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the point is this, that it's actually when we come together in brokenness, we can be more beautiful than when we were apart. And um, as we were like praying and talking, there was really a strong word of the Lord that just as as the wounds in the human body of Christ bring us healing, the wounds in the mystical body of Christ is a way that Jesus really wants to bring salvation and healing to others. Mm -hmm. That us working together is not merely just an accommodation of weakness, like, oh, I guess we should probably work with those guys because, you know, they're doing, but actually if we can stand together united in faith with our divisions and with our disagreements, but in, such, in a society that is so polarized to be able to stand as brothers and sisters in Christ and proclaim the same gospel and the same creed, um, that that's actually an even more powerful witness than just doing something effective on our own and it was really moving to have yeah. that to have that recognition i mean it, i mean literally it just again it just felt like a real prophetic moment <clears throat> that god's doing something really amazing with this and uh, it's exciting really to cool. be a part of it
1: i mean it's such a it's such a needed thing unfortunately there there are people who yeah who just think why do we waste our time you know and that's just unfortunate but I'm always struck that, that we can't even stand together with fellow brothers and sisters that are Catholic. Right. And, you know, it's just, again, it's, we, we've talked about this many times over the years is that the evil one divides. Yeah. That's it's just his consistent goal theme work is to divide and in any way he can do that. He's going to do that. And we just need to resist that in
0: every way. possible. I think we lose sense of how important our salvation is. I think it's really easy to take for granted. I was <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, important. it's kind yeah. of really important. But I think, like, yeah. I was talking to somebody just a week ago, and they the same thing. Like, well, why are you working with Protestants? I mean, they don't have the fullness of the truth. Was the comment? And I said, well, do you think they are saved? You know, in terms of salvation, and and the response was, I mean, yeah, but it's like, can we time <laughs> and time out with the yeah, but yeah. like, but I get it because I I think sometimes we take for granted. Our, okay, well, I guess they're saved. You know. one of the messages was like, look, there there weren't two crosses. There wasn't a Protestant cross and a Catholic cross that Jesus died on. There weren't two resurrections. There's not two heavens. You know, we are actually a family, and the more we can live out in that unity. Again, it's not a unity. You know, false ecumenism wants to just water down to the lowest common denominator and say, we're really just all the same. Let's hug, right? Um, A true ecumenism respects diversity, respects differences of opinions. And yeah, Father Dave, as you said, even... Even within Catholicism, we have a lot of differences of opinion, different charisms, different approaches to things. But at the end of the day, can we make the important thing the important thing? You know, it's our baptism. I I began my talk, um, I said, okay, you know, I'm going to ask you some questions. You can respond either I do, I don't, or I don't know. But I went through the baptismal promises, You know, do you reject Satan, all his empty promises, all of his lies? Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty? And sure enough, at the end, we all said, I do to these things. We can't take that for granted, and I think we often do. No,
1: no, and and I think that's the important thing is that oftentimes we, and that's not to deny the fact that we disagree Mm -hmm. on some, I mean, some substantive issues, right? But that is also not to say that we can't get together and agree on, many, many things. And that was kind of, yeah, yeah. The whole thing that came down when we had Dennis Prager come last year is that, do I agree with everything Dennis Prager says? Absolutely not. But I like, I jokingly say, I don't agree with everything I say. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, um, but the dialogue is yeah. important. And yeah, so And maybe just to cool. end
0: with this, the dialogue is important and the relationship is important. You know, what I've, yeah, what I've been very blessed with moving in young life circles is that, for many Protestants, I'm one of the first people they meet who's passionately on fire with the love for Jesus. And and when they encounter that, then things change. And I think sometimes that that can be the, you know, we fall into stereotypes of the other. And it's like when you really connect with somebody and you connect, you know, somebody who has an active prayer life and they love the Lord and they're on mission and you go, wow, you're, your life, you know, I mean, no, you don't go to Mass. I wish you did. I wish you knew the beauty of the sacraments. Um, but there's a lot in our life that, you know, we're both trying to live moral lives. We're both trying to be a good husbands. Yeah, we're trying it's to funny. raise I, our kids just, well, you know, like.
1: It's, it's caused me to reflect. I was giving a talk one time and it was one of the few things that I've done with it had young lack population there. And there was also Catholics. And I was talking about relationship with Jesus and, you know, what does it mean? that it, What has he done for us? And yeah, just the cross, right? And uh, there were two comments, one by a young life person that says, I've never heard a Catholic speak so much about Jesus. And then one of the Catholics said to me, when are you going to start talking about the Catholic stuff? <laughs> you know, and it's just kind of like um, Jesus is part of the Catholic and, stuff. Just, just. And we can't define
0: there. our Catholicism by what Protestants are not. And I think sometimes right, I think right, even right, as Catholics, right. we can go. Oh, they have scripture. Oh, okay, we have the liturgy and it's like and, and scripture. Yeah, yeah. Like we we don't have to jet we don't have to jettison. None yeah, right. One. Like right. actually the beautiful thing about Catholicism is it's always that both and and I think sometimes yeah. we just yeah. want to define it by what it's the stuff we do that Protestants don't do. And I think that's what gets right. us in a little bit of division and difficulty. Right, right. Amen. Amen. So, um now what are we talking about? Oh, my goodness. Uh, another thing that happened this last week, which was kind of crazy. And certainly as I've been traveling around, folks have been asking me. If you don't know this by now, um, our uh, – we well, I guess our previous bishop of Steubenville is now an auxiliary bishop of Detroit. And this happened pretty darn quickly. Um, I was with him on Wednesday – as he was consecrating the chapel at our Franciscan center for the renewal. And then Thursday morning, everyone in the diocese got an email saying effective immediately. Bishop Monforten is going to Detroit. And
1: he he didn't, he didn't mention that to you. For some
0: reason, he didn't mention it at all to me. Uh, It didn't come up. up. Yeah. We just, I I didn't, you know what I forgot. I forgot to say, so what are you doing tomorrow? (laughs) You know, it's all on me. Really? It's all on me. Yeah, Yeah. And, uh, and also effective immediately, we got an apostolic administrator, Bishop Bradley. I forget his first name. I haven't met him yet. Paul. Oh, okay. Do you Paul. know
1: him? I don't. I've, I've chatted with him, but I He's don't
0: the, uh, He was the Bishop of Kalamazoo, Michigan, and retired. He just retired, I think, a few months ago uh, from the Pittsburgh area originally, and he is now apostolically administrating us. Uh, for the transition, yeah. of which we do not know.
1: Yeah, that's that's a well point. I mean, on a number of people, it happened. Actually, this all came down when I was in Rome. So, a number of people were asking, In fact, I ran into someone in St. Peter's that asked me, "All right, what's going on?" And uh, and the truth is, is well, um, I didn't know some of the specifics, but I, I I was aware that something was going to take place, and. It's, it is unusual. I mean, I think it's fair to say that it's highly unusual what's taking yeah. place. Um, you know, uh, Bishop, I had a conversation with Bishop Montfortin And, yeah, one of the things I, and you probably experienced this too, uh, Bishop Montfortin loves the Lord. Yeah. You know, and he loves the church and he wants to just serve the church. And, and that's really what he expressed to me is that his desire has always been to just be faithful to Christ and to serve the church in whatever capacity he's asked this is what he's been asked to do, and this is what he's going to do. So uh, to that end, that's that's beautiful, and it's all we would ask for any of us. But the circumstances with which everything is happening is just very unusual, and and really nobody really knows what's going on. I mean, it's it's unusual to have, you know, a, a bishop emeritus come to a diocese. It's unusual for an ordinary to go to another diocese like Detroit. So people ask me, well, what's happening? It's like,
0: uh... I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. I mean, I, I, I want to affirm what you said previously, though, because I, you know I have no inside knowledge, um, and I'm as confused as other people are. But the one thing I can add to the conversation is that, whereas I think there's a number of Bishop Montforton's decisions that can be critiqued, um, at, at his heart he he he's a good man. You know, like I, it was never a feeling Absolutely. of somebody being manipulative or political you know like i i think i think this mm-hmm. was a guy who was really trying his best and uh, yep. and i'm always trying my best and i make bad decisions so but you know yep. in the light of the synodality thing that's going on i think it's actually a, a a really good example of the kind of need for we as a church to find better ways to communicate with each other when bishop monforton last i guess it was last october called the clergy together and announced we were merging with Columbus. There was no, I mean, everyone in the room was just stunned. You know, like we didn't know, it was never talked about. The, a survey was sent out after the announcement was made just to see what people thought about it, but it wasn't give us input into the decision. It's just like we made this decision. So what do you think? Right, right, right. And um, right. thankfully, uh, that decision was, well, then the decision got postponed and that's, we've been in limbo for a little bit now, you know, as a diocese, where you have no idea where the conversations are or what's going on. And though I haven't yet mm-hmm. met Bishop Bradley, uh, he's been very active in just meeting people and listening and talking to clergy and, and listening and, and he's using the, right, the positive right. la- language of synodality. He's just saying, you know what, I'm, I'm here as a brother and I'm here to listen, um, you know you know there's no statement of what's actually going to happen and that's not the point right now you you need to be
1: Yeah to no and that's what yeah he, he and I had a chat and that's really what he shared is that he again in the same vein he's here to serve the church he's here to be faithful to what the lord asks of him um he doesn't have all the answers uh he doesn't know everything that's taking place so <laughs> he's just really here as you said I think to journey to journey with with the diocese, honestly, I think a diocese that's been hurt, you know. and Again, I'm I'm not laying blame on anybody. The hurt goes back you know a long way. So uh and I think Bishop Bradley wants to just come in and be present, be present to the people, to love them, to serve them, to be a shepherd. And and what, what it's gonna look like in a year, two years, nobody really knows. So but it it was interesting in, in the some way. Um I do you know Bishop David Toops? Mm-hmm. I did. He's from uh, I think Brownsville in Texas. He's actually he's from Florida, but he's the bishop of okay. Brownsville. No, I, that's Bishop. Uh, that's he Bishop.
0: I, Rojas or Flores. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, he and I were at a conference together. We were both speaking in in Pittsburgh, and he actually talked quite a bit about the synod and how some people were anxious and nervous and frightened and scared and upset and, and all of these things. And and he said, you know, what can we do? The only thing we can do is we can pray. I mean, nobody here is going to be able to impact the Synod. Nobody here is going to go and knows exactly what's going on in the Synod. Nobody knows exactly what's going through the mind of the individuals in the Synod or the Pope. So he said, what can we do? And then I just reflected on that on on Mass on Sunday. The second reading is just such a beautiful reading. He says, have no anxiety at all. Pray. And then it's just such a beautiful image Then the peace of God will guard your heart and your mind. And, and that's, I, th- I think that's what we take from the diocese is what we take from the synod. We, we pray, we, we present this to the Lord, we ask him to be present to it, and then we just trust that he's going to do it. Amen.
0: That. Well, why don't we, uh, would you lead us in a prayer for that very thing, Father?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Lord, we continue to ask your blessing on the synod and that your Holy Spirit would lead and guide and direct all those who are part of that. We pray also for our diocese that you continue to bless us. We pray for uh, unity between all Christians. Bless the families today who are struggling most, that they know your love and your peace. We thank you for your kindness and your faithfulness, Lord. For out your blessings, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
0: And hey, before we even get to our tag music, um, after the tag music, stick around, uh, because we're going to have a special song for you. Uh, our Father Dave and my mutual friend, John Paul Von Arks. Uh, who plays a lot of money, money, plays a lot of music. He doesn't get a lot of money, but he plays a lot of music, especially for our youth conferences, wrote a very touching song about his brother uh, who has Down syndrome. It's called He's Different. And he just released a video of it, uh, which has just some amazing, inspiring moments of him and, him and his brother, and it's gorgeous.
1: Oh, good! I didn't really know we know we're gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I
0: forgot to mention that in the beginning. As you're praying, I thought, oh wait, wait, I really want to do that. So, if you're listening That's on awesome. audio, you can uh, hear the song. But if you're watching on video, I actually want that video to get all like the hits. You know, when you click on it. So, in the show notes. And maybe really at the end of the video, we'll just have a little bit of a link so you can actually click and watch the video. So if you're watching, scroll down to the show notes, and you can click on the link to see that video. And if you're listening, I hope you enjoy it. And that's our show for today. Uh, If you'd like to shoot us an email, please do so at hope at franciscan.edu. That's hope at franciscan.edu. And for the next couple weeks, we will be having more deeper coverage of what's going on with the Senate and synodality. And other Catholic things. God bless.
2: Mom told me that she was pregnant with him And she and my dad were worried because The new life inside was different Five months later, when I was in school My brother was born, and I got the news The night when his whole life and that's different when people first see him then they stop and stare but not take the time to acknowledge he's there but he doesn't ever